they had doubted his skill, laughed at him by Er Lady, took leave to believe him a once-was, a ten-thumbed, aging Terran, half-blind, incapable of bringing the table silver to luster, never mind to copy a ring. That had been before the Liadens. They were Liadens, right enough, with the pretty contrapieces dandled like candies tween their slender, elvish fingers and sweet words of flattery in their mouths. Truth owed, Er Lady, it were the contrapieces, spoke loudest. A man and his grandson, with three contrapieces to draw against, lived well for a year or six here on Backworld Neglet. And they promised him three contra more when they came to collect the ring. The ring. Now there was a beautiful piece of work. In his young days he would have snatched the job up for the challenge of it, no thought of payment in his head. He'd aged out of that nonsense. Paid he would be. Well paid. And still he had the delicate, brutal trial of the work, the result of which polished and repolished until the intarsia work gleamed like water in the beam of his worklight, proved he was yet a master of his craft. They'd sought him out, the canny Liadens. Him, Jen of Neglit Center, though they surely had all the fabled master jewelers of Solcintra to choose from. Yet they traveled to an outworld, sought out an old and fading Terran master, commissioned him to make, to remake, their ring. And why was that? The tale they'd spun for Terran wits was simple enough. The original ring, a family heirloom, had gone missing and must be replaced before certain elders of the house noticed its lack. Such things happened, drainpipes and gambling games being universally hazardous to jewelry, and mayhap the jewel masters of Solcintra gossiped among themselves and a whispered word might waft to the ear of the stern elder to the dismay of his pretty patrons. Mayhap. He was canny enough not to question them too nearly. He had no ambition to risk his six contra, though he might have balked if they had wanted paste or light gold or glass. But they were keen in their instructions. He was to use only pure gem, true gold, and emerald. A replacement that's what they insisted on. Full duplication of the ring that was lost. A replacement, exact in every detail, is what he had made for them. He picked the ring up, turning it this way and that, admiring the simple power of the design. Caught in fluid perfection, a bronze dragon hovered, wide-winged, above a tree, in full green leaf. Smiling, he set it against the holo pick they had given him of the original. I witness ye'd deceive the master who made yon, he told the copy fondly. 
Indeed, it is remarkable work, said a strongly accented voice at his elbow. The master jeweler started badly and jerked around on his stool, frowning down at the pale-haired Leaden in his costly leather jacket. Enough to give a body is death, sneak footing behind one, he caught himself up, looked from his visitor to the workroom door with the bell hung above it that jangled when one of his rare customers came in from the street. He looked back to the Leaden's smooth, emotionless face. How came ye? The Leaden gestured behind him to where the inner door stood ajar. Through the house, fear, the tiniest spark of fear, flickered in the master jeweler's heart. The boy was his last treasure. 